At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what does every grocery store aisle now have in common products that come in paper packaging and we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in to Betting Across America, as always, presented by BetMGM. Wes Reynolds here for you on a Saturday morning, afternoon on the East Coast as we strike noon. Uh, big football day. We've got eight games of exhibition football, uh, starting uh, with two games here in the next hour. Kansas City at Chicago, Carolina at Washington. But before we get into all those games, and we'll get into the whole card as we go on throughout the show, we're going to go ahead and talk about what we saw last night. And uh, really topic A, I would say, in terms of the storyline, is what happened between the Jets and the Eagles. And uh, the obvious story, Zach Wilson uh, went down on the turf, uh, was escorted back to the locker room, did leave uh, predominantly under his own power, but uh, they have uh, come back with some results this morning. Looks like a small meniscus tear and a bone bruise, and that's what's being reported pretty much around the press corps, around the Jets club, is that he will be out more than likely somewhere in between two to four weeks. So, uh at least a, a sigh of relief for the Jets, who have kind of had some uh, misfortunate quarterback over the years. But nevertheless, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, that kind of, uh, you know, reillustrates the point that, you know, why are you necessarily playing these guys so much in preseason? I know Zach Wilson, a young quarterback, so uh, he's got to get some reps. So, you know, you look at it. 
Joe Flacco and Mike White were both guys that are veteran quarterbacks. Both started games last year. Mike White, in fact, won a couple starts. So those are going to be your quarterbacks in the interim. I don't believe the Jets have a fourth quarterback on the roster. They're probably going to be signing one very shortly. But nevertheless, uh, the Jets do get the win last night in preseason 24 to 21. They get a late score. It was all Eagles in the first half. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked very good on his first drive, eight for eight, and then capped that off with the touchdown pass. So, uh, good fortune, at least for Philadelphia early on. So, uh, 24 to 21, that was your final score. Zach Wilson, just based on that timeline we just gave, we would expect that he is going to be back at least for the week one opener. The Jets certainly hope so. Uh, other action we saw last night in preseason, 27-23, final score, Atlanta over Detroit. Desmond Ritter had the touchdown late. Desmond Ritter actually did not start the game. It was Mariota, then it was Ritter, and then they put their third quarterback in, and then it was Desmond Ritter again. But he pretty much worked throughout the entire game. Uh, you know, mixed bag of numbers for Desmond Ritter in his first NFL action. 10 of 22, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, did have the winning touchdown, 27 to 23. Lions got the money, at least on the opener, I believe close to two and a half. Uh, but that's kind of what you see a little bit with preseason football. And I was talking about that last night with Matt Brown right here on VEASAN on the primetime action program. You get that little tax, I think, for the hard knock stuff, because everybody watches hard knocks. And if you've watched any season of that program, whether it was in the uh, summer or in the fall, as in the case of the Indianapolis Colts, when you watch that program, a team, no matter what quality of team they have, is never going to look bad because obviously the NFL films production people are pretty darn good and the best in the business at what they do, Stephen. They never really make these guys look bad. So you get that little tax for people that watch Hard Knocks and they get excited about what they're seeing. Well, Wes, I think it's so fascinating. This year in particular, as opposed to the last couple of years, has been an entertaining first episode, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we get a little juice as a result of that. And I know, as someone who, who will occasionally place a bet here and there, I get a little enthused by the Lions and, and immediately want to jump on it. But we've got to remember... Preseason's just a little mm -hmm. different, right, Wes? I mean, you have to approach these games a little differently. Even from the totals, I mean, I, I saw this morning our own Ben Fox tweeted out, the totals are eight, the, the overs are eight and over, yes. rather. So you're seeing a little extra juice from these offenses in a different spot, and in particular with the Lions, I think. This is a little different team, but they're not quite up to speed just yet. No, they're not. And uh, look, uh, this is a team that I think a lot of people, including a lot of the uh, the analytics or metrics guys, whatever you want to dub them as, are kind of high on this team. Think that there's some potential, and I kind of do too. And uh, just in watching Hard Knocks, I mean, Dan Campbell makes you want to run through a brick wall for him. And I think that's encouraging for this team, at least going forward, the fact that they're responding to this coach and they respect this coach. I think there's a little bit maybe more respect there than there perhaps was for Matt Patricia, yep. his predecessor. So, you know, the Lions, I think they're going to get better, I think, as the season goes along. You, you know, you're not going to see a ton of wins. They're not a contender in the division. But this is a team, I think, in spots you're going to be able to take this year. And I'm actually looking right at week one when they get the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm seeing four, four and a half, basically, in the market right now. Eagles got a lot of hype behind them. And I think rightfully so. The fact that maybe we look at this team and we think, okay, these guys are maybe on paper the most talented team in all of the NFC East, including a little bit more talented than Dallas, who's still the favorite in the market. But 
this is a Philadelphia team that went to Detroit last year, 44 to six. So Detroit's going to remember that and they're going to be chomping at the bit for week one. So when you look at that week one card and you get into your picks and you get in your bets, you get in the survivor pools, what have you, you have 10 road favorites in week number one. Philadelphia is one of those, but all 10 of these favorites are not only going to not cover, they're not going to win even outright. So definitely keep in mind for that. Uh, moving on in the preseason last night, Cleveland Browns 24 to 13 final score over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, looked pretty solid in limited action, 6 of 12, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Really where this game flipped, it was actually 13 to 7 late in the first half. Every play matters, even in the preseason. Uh, C.J. Beathard was the uh, number two quarterback for Jacksonville last night. He throws a pick six to Martin Emerson, uh, 25 seconds left to go in the first half. 14 to 13. So if you were a Jaguars first half backer, and that's a lot of how you got to bet the preseason is maybe go a little bit derivatives, maybe go more quarter bets or half bets because these numbers really move so fast. And you saw that Jacksonville really got the money last night. So Cleveland 14 to 13 after the first half, they go ahead and tack on another one. Joshua Dobbs with the touchdown pass 24 to 13. Deshaun Watson uh, did do an interview, I believe, on that broadcast. Watson, by the way, did start the game. He was one of five for seven yards, but did an interview, uh, you know, attempted to show some semblance of contrition. I don't have the transcript in front of me, but nevertheless, Watson is going to get action here in the preseason. Uh, currently, Dealing with that six-game suspension, at least that's what the interim is. There's a possibility. Now, he kind of put it out there saying, hey, I'll take eight, you know, but I don't. it's not going to be his decision. It's going to be Roger Goodell and the league's decision. So, uh, Deshaun Watson, we await on his watch. Jacoby Brissett would be the incumbent starter, really, for Cleveland if uh, Deshaun Watson didn't get to go. Brissett, by the way, did not play last night. It was Watson, then it was Dobbs, and then it was Josh Rosen that played for the Cleveland Browns in that rotation. So, it really it really all depends, uh, you know, what Cleveland is going to do. Are they going to get in the market for Jimmy Garoppolo? I know Mary Kay Cabot, uh, one of the Cleveland Browns insiders, one of the best beat reporters out there, put out that, hey, they might be interested in trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. They certainly have the money to work at least. Uh, I believe they're $48 million in change under the cap here for the 2022 season. So we await to see what Cleveland is going to do with the quarterback situation and what the final suspension, what the final verdict is going to be on to Sean Watson. A couple other preseason games we did have last night. 36-23, Arizona over Cincinnati, all over Cincinnati. Neither starting quarterback played this game. We did not see Joe Burrow for Cincinnati, nor did we see Kyler Murray for Arizona. We saw a lot of Trace McSorley, though, and Trace McSorley 13-22, 163 and one touchdown. McSorley is one of those guys, and, and really when you look at preseason, one of the things I like to do from a betting standpoint is I like to look at that quarterback rotation and see who has runners and who has scramblers. And Trace McSorley was obviously that if you watched him at Penn State. Also did have to play a game for the Ravens last year. So when you look... Guys that come out of those offenses where they got to run, where they got to do, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of zone read. I think those are guys that you want to look at at betting preseason. If you remember McSorley at Penn State, Joe Moorhead was the offensive coordinator there, so it was a lot of zone read, a lot of spread offense. So you saw that materialize, I think, with McSorley being able to get out of the pocket, throw on the run, and also run. And when you're playing against second, third, and fourth unit defenses in the preseason, Stephen, 
these guys don't stay in the, these guys don't stay in their assignments. They're still just learning these defenses as well. So I think it gives uh, credence really to these running quarterbacks. You know what I think is interesting, Wes, and it, and it goes back to the the overs hitting. Typically in this preseason, what we see are the defenses are well ahead of any offense. I, you know, I've spent a, a couple of training camps covering the Buffalo Bills, and and I just remember years, and maybe it was a result of watching E.J. Manuel and the train wrecks, a quarterback that they had for years, but but I just recall the defense as being so much farther ahead. It seems right now, and maybe this is a result of the rules, so I, I'm interested in your perspective in terms of a, a handicapper. I, I wonder how your handicap has changed this year. Ha, have you changed drastically how you approach these preseason games? Because it does appear to me that the offenses are light years ahead, and maybe it is a result of the rules. You know, and that's a very good point, and I have not really changed my handicap from that standpoint, but we've been talking about this this week. I know uh, uh, one of your old uh, partners there at Fox, Mike Pereira, was on VSIN earlier this week with Mitch and Paul on Follow the Money, and he talked about the point of emphasis, that they're going to try to enforce that illegal contact a little bit, and we've seen some penalties. I think it was the first game on Thursday night when we saw the uh, Giants and the Patriots. A lot of penalties being called, a lot of the illegal contact, pass interference, I wonder if that's going to end up being like kind of college basketball because every year for college basketball, you get into November, December, you get into those holiday tournaments, a lot of those non-conference games, and you see more of the hand-checking called, and you see more fouls called. But then as you get into like the middle of January when you get into conference play starting, it's like, ah, you know what, we're just going to call it like we normally do because everybody gets frustrated because there's a, a parade to the foul line. So you wonder if that's going to happen in the NFL. If this is going to carry over maybe into the few weeks of the regular season then it's like you know what let's let them play we don't want to take control of the game I know the league is very sensitive as well about how long some of these games are going they want to get these done in the television windows they want to get these uh one o'clock eastern games done before they get to the 425 the late afternoon game so when you get all these penalties that's gonna of course uh make it hard to do that and hard to complete that so uh when we come back here on the other side betting cross america we're going to continue to talk about what we saw in week one so far and then get into the week two games two games going off here in about 45 minutes kansas city chicago carolina washington keep it here on vsin the sport betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and the bets are moving for every game. And now it is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action in real time. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. That's vsin.com. Welcome back to Betting Across America right here on Visa and the Sport Betting Network. Russ Reynolds here in the chair for you and getting you ready for the preseason action. We got eight games today. Of course, we got a full baseball card, UFC, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of things going on here on this August Saturday afternoon. But to get us up to speed, and we're going to talk some NFL preseason, a little bit of what we did last night and what we're going to see today. Adam Burke here at VSIN.com. You can follow him on the Twitter at Skating Tripods. Uh, Adam does a great job uh, on air and with the written content. Content and on vcin.com every day. By the way, he's got his baseball piece up, so uh, be sure to cop that before we get started on the baseball card. Most of the game's later in the day, though. But, uh, Adam, thanks for joining us here on a Saturday. Absolutely, Wes. Well, good to be here. Yeah, and uh, Adam, uh, we did have five games last night in the preseason. Of course, uh, the first kind of the main topic, if you want to call it the A story, was what happened with Zach Wilson last night. He goes down, does go to the locker room, does not return. Looks like the reports today two to four weeks, uh, partial meniscus tear and a bone bruise. So at least uh, that's a sigh of relief that it wasn't worse in terms of for the New York Jets. But a lot of people like what the Jets did in the draft, Adam, in terms of the fact that this team looks like it's going to be at least a little better, but we may not see this in the win-loss column. So what's your read on this Jets team? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people were really excited with what they did on draft day and, and the talent that they infused into this team, really on both sides of the ball. and. You know, we've seen this happen with a lot of teams and young quarterbacks here where they're just trying to do everything they can to surround them with playmakers. You know, the Jets are doing it here with Zach Wilson. Obviously, we've seen Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia go the same route. We're seeing it with Tua down in Miami. So I think these teams are trying to take these quarterbacks for what they are, but try to elevate them by bringing in some more skill position talent. And 
you know, look, hopefully Zach Wilson comes back in that two to four week window. Hopefully he doesn't miss too much time because this is a really important evaluation year for him. So you kind of need him out there on the field, but at least in the interim, you know, the jets should be fine with, with Mike white and Joe Flacco, but you know, obviously that's not the, uh, not what you want to have happen in the first quarter of your first preseason. If uh, Zach Wilson is out for longer than what was uh, reported today, two to four weeks, uh, if this goes into like maybe let's say week five, week six, how much do you deduct on the power rating for the Jets? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know, this is what I mean. I think I was, I saw one oddsmaker kind of say that, you know, their season win total might go down about a win, win and a half, something like that. So it's definitely a couple of point decrease at least, maybe as much as three, because Wilson did look better late in the year. He looked like a guy that was kind of maturing into the position a little bit. You know, I know that there was a lot of conversation over the offseason, pretty polarizing, honestly, of what people thought about Zach Wilson's season last year. Well, a lot of people seem to take some positives from the late part of the year. So it did seem like he was starting to come around a little bit, getting more of a grasp of the NFL and, and of this offense for Mike LaFleur. But you know, now a little bit of a setback here is you know, these reps are important in practice and in the preseason when you've got some new faces, when you've got some new guys that you need to work into the equation, you know, it'd be a little bit tough now to see how things go with Wilson when he gets back, because it will be his job whenever he's back. Adam, let's go back to your uh, original home. Now you make your home here, of course, in Las Vegas. But uh, you're a Cleveland area guy. Uh, the Cleveland Browns last night do get the win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags get the money in terms of the opening bets, but Cleveland gets the cash. 24 to 13. Uh, limited action for Deshaun Watson. One of five for seven yards. Joshua Dobbs, I thought, looked pretty good in the second half in relief. Uh, you know, it's hard to really take much from last night's game or really any preseason game for that matter. But when you look at Cleveland, Adam, assuming that this is the suspension that sticks for Deshaun Watson, that it's going to be, you know, six games, maybe as high as eight games. Uh, Brissett did not go last night. What do you make of this team? Because it, when you when you look, obviously, Brissett's a downgrade from Watson, but there's some talent on this Cleveland team. And we know that they're going to be able to run the ball if they can keep that offensive line healthy. Yeah, you know, I think the discussion that needs to be had is Baker Mayfield from last year, the injured Baker Mayfield versus Jacoby Brissett. How much of a difference does that make for this Browns team? Is Brissett that much of an upgrade? Because, look, we know he's not on the level of Deshaun Watson. And, and as bad as Watson looked last night, they looked very disjointed behind the series that Watson played. We know that he can be a game-changing quarterback. And, and a lot of people kind of, you know, push the Browns up their Super Bowl futures board when they made that trade. So yeah, obviously there's a huge difference between Brissett and Watson, but the difference between Brissett and Mayfield, I don't think is all that big. And by and large, this is still the same Browns team that we saw last year. They've had a couple of guys come in, a couple of guys come out, but the core of this group is pretty much still the same. Honestly, I think it's been really strange in training camp because Watson's been reportedly getting the bulk of the reps with the number ones. When you know that Brissett's going to be your starting quarterback, because there will be some sort of suspension for Watson. And then Brissett doesn't play last night. So they're protecting him last night, but they're not giving him the reps with the ones in training camp and in the preseason. I don't really understand what the plan appears to be here. And then of course you get the Mary Kay Cabot report about them being interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. If Watson's suspension is longer than six games. And it just seems like for having all off season and obviously, you know, a lot of thought going into the trade, for having all these plans in place, they seem to be panicking a little bit now. And, and it's very concerning for me because, as you mentioned, Wes, 
The rest of the roster is really good, but at the most important position on the field, there are a lot of question marks right now. Adam, if that uh, Mary Kay Cabot report is true, and I have no reason to believe that it is not, she's one of the better reporters in the National Football League. Do you do that deal if you're Cleveland? You have the cap space to do it. I think they're around uh, a little bit less than $48 million in cap space, so you can absorb the salary. It's not necessarily the money issue with Jimmy G, but do you think that really reeks of desperation, like they have to do that? Do you really think that that even makes them better if they decide to go that route? I do think it makes him better. I think the question obviously would be, you know, Garoppolo kind of easing into the preseason himself and then not having the reps, not having OTAs or anything like that with this team. How does he fit right away? Is that a scenario where they get Garoppolo, Brissett starts a couple of games, and then Garoppolo takes over? You know, what are the dynamics like in terms of the locker room in that situation? But I think Garoppolo would be an upgrade. And I've heard people say, you know, you can't win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, but look, he got to one. And he was a Jaquiski tart dropped interception from getting to another one last year. So when you surround Jimmy G with a good roster, which is what the 49ers have done, he's a guy that can be really successful. And I think the Browns are, you know, a team that has a really strong roster to put around Garoppolo. I think it's something that they would have to do because, you know, they at least need to really push this year because they've got a team that's built to win right now. Adam, speaking of the 49ers, we saw them in action last night, 28 to 21, 49ers as the favorite and the over get the cash. And, uh, you know, we didn't see a lot of Trey Lance, only uh, only a series, but four or five, 92 yards. He had that bomb, that 76 yarder to Danny Gray, the rookie out of SMU. But just looking at this team, and I, I think it doesn't really grab people when they look at the 49ers up and down the roster. It's just like, oh, well, they have Debo Samuel. This is a team that does have a pretty good receiver. Core, uh, not only with uh, with Debo Samuel, but with uh, Ayuk, with, of course, George Kittle, one of the best tight ends still in the NFL. And then you add Jennings. Now you add this kid, Denny Gray. It seems like the 49ers have had a plan, at least in place, that they're surrounding Lance with some good weapons. So uh, what did you make of what you saw out of the 49ers last evening? Yeah, so I'll give you a little sneak preview of our NFL betting guide that'll come out in a little bit under two weeks where I did the NFC West. And, and in evaluating the 49ers, this might be the best roster in the NFC. I mean, this is a really stacked team on both sides of the ball. The question is Trey Lance. You know I mean? We know the running game is solid. We know Kyle Shanahan's scripts are really good running game. We know the wide receivers are good. The front four is exceptional on defense and the back seven is pretty good as well. So can Lance be the guy? Has he, you know, learned enough with a season on the sideline? Keep in mind, he was the fourth leading rusher for this team last year and he only played six games. So we know that that, extra added dual threat potential that he has is something that could help the 49ers quite a bit. So I actually love this team. I'm a big fan of this team. I think they win the NFC West and I think Lance winds up being, you know, not, maybe not great, but certainly pretty darn good. And Adam got about 45 seconds left. Let's stay in the West. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, uh, Matthew Stafford battling an injury. John Wolford doesn't look like he's going to get any preseason reps, maybe an insurance policy. Do you think sitting him out is just a precaution, or is this a where there's smoke, there's fire deal for the L.A. Rams? Yeah, I think there's definitely some concern there with that. You know, I mean, look, we're talking about a guy who threw the ball almost 750 times last year. He's had the back issue in the past as well. You got to be concerned. You know, anytime you talk about an injury that, especially it seems like the Rams don't exactly know what the injury is or the best course of treatment. So that's always a worrisome development for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to be interested to see and interested to read Adam's piece in the betting guide. We're all working on that, uh, getting that due by the end of the week and should have it out the following week at vcin.com. Other side, Adam's going to stay with us and we're going to preview the eight games that we have on the preseason calendar here for Saturday. This is Betting Across America. Keep it right here on vcin, the sport betting network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide is coming in in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, you get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up early for a discounted price of $175. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to offer to up your betting game. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting network that is vcin.com slash subscribe welcome back to betting across america right here on vcin wes reynolds in the uh trying to drive this ship at least on a saturday morning uh we've got adam burke along the line as a co-pilot for at least one more segment adam thanks for joining us uh getting into the card today we've got two games that are going to kick off about a little over a half hour from now kansas city and chicago and look kansas city you pretty much know what their plan is every single year in terms of how they approach the preseason the starters play a quarter the second unit plays a quarter and then everybody else plays for the second half so that's been uh, uh really priced in the market now we're seeing as high as two out there i think we're at one and a half still at bet mgm kansas city at chicago not a lot of expectations for this bears team going forward this season and what is a rebuild under a first year head coach yeah you know i think what's really interesting here is chicago kind of came out and, and head coach matt eberflus said well you know, the starters are going to play a lot and here they are a dog which i think kind of speaks to what people think about the Chicago bears, not only this season, but also as they're trying to get ready for the season. So kind of a, a damning indictment with this line move that we're seeing in the preseason, knowing that the bears are going to send out some of their better players. And, you know, Justin Fields, the practice reports haven't been particularly good. He really hasn't been set up for much success though. The offensive line is bad. And, and like we talked about in the previous segment, a lot of these young quarterbacks have good skill guys around them. That's not really the case for Justin Fields. So like I said, I think this is a pretty good indicator of, of not only what people think of the starting unit for the Bears, but also of Chicago's depth. Adam, did you do anything in terms of a season-long bet for the Bears? I personally, and I know a couple people on the network and a couple guests on the network have done it the same way, where I played 12-1. to 1. I think you could still get 10-1 to 1 out there in the market in terms of the Bears to have potentially the worst record in the NFL. I just look at this receiving core, which even took a blow with Nikhil Harry, who they had, you know, only had to give up a seventh-round pick to get from the New England Patriots, a disappointing first-rounder out of Arizona State, that he's going to be out at least for six to eight weeks. And you just look at this team. There's not a lot to work with from a skill position standpoint. And then the offensive line, we know that it had problems all last year. It looks like that's continuing into 2022. Yeah. The truth is I don't really dabble too much in the NFL futures and props market because I focus a lot of my attentions on college football because there's mm -hmm. 131 teams, you know? So for me, I think it's kind of easier to find some equity, some line value and have some differences of opinion on teams at the college level, as opposed to the NFL level. With that being said, 
I don't think that you guys are, are on the wrong track, you know, looking at this team to possibly be the worst in the NFL. I think Seattle has a shot at that as well, especially if it looks like they could get a top two pick. Maybe they kind of you know, go into tank mode a little bit in the second half of the season. But, the, you know, this Chicago team just so much to dislike. You know, Roquan Smith now wants a trade, and that kind of signifies what's sort of happening within the organization and kind of how one of their star players on defense sees the progression of things. So, you know, you kind of look for some of the context in these things, and and obviously it's it's not really a great situation right now there in Soldier Field. Adam, uh, the other game that's going to get kicked off here in about a little less than a half hour, the Carolina Panthers against the Washington Commanders. Washington uh, got a little bit of the action uh, yesterday, but it is three pretty much across the board. Baker Mayfield is going to start. I don't see a ton of plays, maybe a series or, you know, eight to ten plays, I guess, for Mayfield. And then they go with uh, Darnold, and it's pretty much going to be Corral and Walker, you would expect, for the bulk of the second quarter and then into the second and half and then uh, Carson Wentz coming in for Washington Washington a very good defense last year but not much to write home about offensively uh, looking at down at that NFC East I know a lot of people kind of like the Giants as a sleeper I played them over their season win total that maybe they could be better but not a lot of buzz on the commanders I'm hearing yeah you know look I mean Carson Wentz is one of those guys that a lot of people just don't like you know the investment community doesn't like a lot of NFL fans in general not a big fan of his play. And, you know, I think Carson Wentz to some degree gets a little bit of a bad rap because his interceptions are just, I mean, they're remarkable. They're, they're things that no NFL quarterback should do. And, you know, obviously you can't take those out of the equation, but I do think Carson Wentz does some good things as well. It's just, we see the extreme bad and we rarely see the things that he does well. So like I said, I think maybe he gets a little bit of a bad rap. Maybe he's a tad underrated, but Still, I, I don't think that there's a whole lot of hope for this Washington team for this season. I mean, you know, maybe they're a team that kind of wins seven, eight games, something like that. But, you know, look, there's talent at the wide receiver position. You kind of wonder about the running back depth a little bit. They've had a lot of injuries at that position here over the last couple of years. And and Wentz has to get the ball to these receivers, you know. And, and this defense, I think, is also kind of below average overall. You know, I think that they've got some some individual players, obviously like a Chase Young whenever he gets back. But you know, I think that something that's important to keep in mind about these preseason games and this one specifically is you got to think about who's going to be deciding your bet in the fourth quarter. And I realize that they have Carson Wentz who's going to play. They have Taylor Heineke, but this second half is probably going to belong to Sam Howell. Whereas for Carolina, maybe you see PJ Walker close out the game, a guy that has experience has played, you know, a lot of games in the NFL here, at least in a backup capacity or in the preseason. So and I'm kind of surprised to see this one get pushed all the way out to three, where I think in the fourth quarter, you're, you may like the Panthers situation a little bit more than the, than the commanders. No, I think that's a great point you make, Adam. And there's something to be said for if you're really paying attention and dialed into these games, there are in-game options. I know BetMGM has the full card up for the in-game. So that's what you want to do, because one of the ways I, I attack preseason, I don't go through all these trends and all these systems or anything like that. When you get running quarterbacks and you watch these guys and you and I are big college football handicappers and betters and really follow the sport, and you see these guys that come into the league out of like spread offenses or out of zone reads, like a Matt Corral at Ole Miss, who's probably going to play in the second half. And then PJ Walker. I like running quarterbacks in the preseason, Adam, because when the coverages break down guys, you know, they're just going to get up and go because they're playing against third and fourth teamers who are going to miss assignments on defense. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's an excellent point. I mean, you know, we saw Desmond Ritter kind of take off and run a fair amount last night. We've seen a lot of those guys that had mobility because like you said, you know, a lot of these coordinators are just trying to call the base packages. They're trying to get everybody, you know, acclimated into the playbook and guys make mistakes. Guys lose people in coverage, you know, quarterbacks that are mobile with their legs, extend plays. They either take off and run or kind of find somebody that leaks open, something like that. I agree. I think it's a really excellent point. And something that people want to keep in mind for the preseason is that, you know, it's hard enough mm-hmm. to defend improvisation in the regular season. But in the preseason, when you're focused on all of your assignments and, and doing what you're supposed to do to make the team, you know, sometimes things get lost in the shuffle. And, and that's where mobile quarterbacks can have a lot of success. Adam, I know you do more college football than NFL. I don't know how much you dabble into the preseason, but did anything on the rest of the card through the rest of the evening or afternoon stick out to you today? Well, I think I like Pittsburgh a little bit here, you know, in this game against Seattle where this is a long trip for the preseason. I mean, it's a really long trip for Seattle. So you kind of wonder about their engagement level a little bit. You know, a lot of times when you get these long trips, they leave some of the veterans at home. They're not going to drag those guys out there. Certainly I'm concerned that, you know, Kenny Pickett's practice reports haven't been all that spectacular for the Steelers, but you know, Trubisky, a mobile quarterback, you got Mason Rudolph, a guy who's been around a ton you know, and you've got Pickett who, you know, look, I mean, they're, they're going to let this kid throw the ball, I think, in this first home game here at Akrasure Stadium, um, which is still going to take a lot of time to get used to. <laughs> I was like, what? what? Wait a minute. Oh, I saw the ketchup <laughs> bottle going down. That's right. The the artist formerly known as Heinz Field. Um, but look, you know, in, in the second half for Seattle, I mean, you're talking about Jacob Easton, who yeah, I don't think he was that great of a quarterback in college. I, I'm kind of surprised he's still on an NFL roster. So. I think for Pittsburgh with teams that have very low expectations that are used to winning, I think they're kind of play on teams in the preseason because while the top tier guys for the Steelers aren't as good as they have been, this is still an organization that drafts and develops really well. They isolate free agents that fit the scheme really well. When you're an organization that's had success for a long time, it's because you keep replenishing the depth on your roster. So I do like Pittsburgh laying the two in this one. Yeah, uh, I would probably go that way, too. And, Adam, about 30 seconds left. I know you follow the AFC North very closely, being a Cleveland guy. What do you make of Pittsburgh here? They're a team that the market doesn't seem to like. The defense is going to be really good, but obviously still some question marks on the offense. But they don't seem like they're that far at the bottom in this division. No, I mean, they'll still be a tenacious team. And and Mike Tomlin's obviously a really good head coach. But you, you look at their schedule, and it's very tricky, especially early on in the year. Really, the only game that looks good for them at the outset is that game against the Jets in week four, where who knows, maybe Zach Wilson will be coming back. Uh, but their schedule is very, very daunting in the first half of the season. And you know, it's something that can bury a team that, you know, like I said, their, their top tier guys aren't on the same level that they used to be. Pittsburgh 9-7-1 and one last season. Not good enough to make the playoffs. We'll see if it uh, materializes here in 2022. Adam, man, thanks for joining us for two segments here on a Saturday. Appreciate it, buddy. Absolutely, Wes. Have a good show. Back on the other side, betting across America, we'll get into Panthers commanders here. Keep it here on VSIN, the Sport Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state-of-the-art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds, specials, and much more. No matter what your favorite sport is, you'll find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000 thousand dollars eligibility restrictions apply visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offers not available in Nevada nor the state of New York Welcome back to Betting Across America here on Visa and the Sport Betting Network. Wes Reynolds uh, getting you ready for Saturday afternoon here. We have a uh, full slate of preseason games at 8 to be exact. And uh, we're going to get started here in a little over 15 minutes. We've got two going on right now. Kansas City and Chicago. Market basically minus one and a half on the Kansas City Chiefs, 38 and a half the total. There are some 39s out there. Of course, uh, we were talking with our buddy Adam Burke in the last couple segments about this. And the Chiefs, basically, we know what what they do in terms of the preseason. Andy Reid likes to go with the starters in the first quarter, then likes to go to the second unit. So that first unit, of course, is going to be Mahomes and company on offense and then Chad Henney. And then we'll see uh, Shane Bouchelle and Crom really do the cleanup here in 
in the third and fourth quarter. The QB rotation for Chicago, of course, Justin Fields, Trevor Simeon, and Nathan Peterman. So, you know, the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs, who you would think, okay, even though they were undefeated in preseason last year, is like they might not take the preseason as seriously because they're the Chiefs. It's like, okay, veteran teams that have been there, done that before, you like to think, okay, they just want to be healthy going in. Don't get anybody hurt. Don't take any chances. But Andy Reid and company, they like to stick to that plan, I think, in terms of uh, getting at least some reps, you know, at least Mahomes, if he can get a full series and get a 10 or 12 play drive and drive him down the field, then you're going to see him with the ball cap on the sideline. So uh, the fact that the Bears, Steven, are not even getting support that they're going to rely a lot more on their starters, you would think, than the Kansas City Chiefs because uh, they have a lot of positions and a lot of jobs up in question on that roster, and yet the Chiefs are still getting bet uh, fairly heavily in preseason. You know, Patrick Maher said on the Lombardi line uh, just about an hour ago that he spoke with a professional handicapper here in town who said the Falcons won't win a football game this year. I look at the Bears, I think, in that same vein – I'm not sure the Bears are going to win many games. It's, that's a tough roster right now. This organization was left a dumpster fire and a potential franchise quarterback. So at the very least, what you've got is you've got to find out what Justin Fields is and what he isn't. If he's going to be the guy who's going to elevate this poor roster, I think we saw that a little bit with Josh Allen. You saw little flickers, right? I mean, Josh Allen's first year, Calvin Benjamin was his number one. And is you know was so eloquently put about Kelvin Benjamin, he was a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. So he was yes. not in the best shape. <laughs> Zay Jones was not what he sort of turned into uh, as as a solid number three, decent number two in in Las Vegas and Oakland with the Raiders organization. So I think if you're a Bears fan, what you've got to hope here is that Justin Fields has elevated his game in year two. He had the flashes at Ohio State. He was you know just an amazing quarterback to watch in college. And he was thrown into a terrible situation in Chicago. That's not a good organization right now that needs to reboot things the same way the Bills did, the same way other organizations have where they've sort of bottomed out and then went back to the top. So, you know, in terms of today's game, I would probably lean the Chiefs because I, what I'm so fascinated by is this Chiefs wide receiving core and how it shakes out. You know you know what you've got in Chad Henney in a number two right behind Patrick Mahomes, but I'm more interested to see what this Kansas City wide receiving core could potentially turn into. It's a lot of new faces, a lot of new names, but some names that have been around the league for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not going to bet this game because I, I just I didn't know where to go because the expectations get so low on a team where it's like, okay, the market really comes in against them in the first preseason game. We kind of saw that a little bit with the Atlanta game last night. Atlanta gets the win 27-23. So this is one that made me a little bit nervous that I didn't want to get involved with. I certainly can't necessarily disagree with the market coming in, though. The fact that at least you know that you're getting a full 15 minutes of play, by and large, out of those first stringers, both on offense and defense. So uh, nothing for me there, but maybe something for me here uh, as we start to see the market actually come in a little bit on the underlay, maybe trying to go against that overstreak that we've seen so far where preseason games are now 8-0. But you're now starting to see some 36 and a halves percolate in the 
market. It's pretty much three across the board. That is the Washington Commanders over the Carolina Panthers. Uh, we know that we're going to see Baker Mayfield for a start. We did not get any reports in terms of what the reps are going to be, and usually that's kind of a play-it-by-year thing, I think, uh, where, okay, depending on how long the first series, like if you go three and out, it's like, okay, well, we want to see a little bit more of a look. We're not just going to make you done three and out, but if you lead them on a long drive and get some points, then it's like, okay, we're done. We don't need to send you back out because discretion's kind of got to be the better part of valor here for the Carolina Panthers. But we were talking about this game in the last segment with Adam Burke. You look at the second half, and you do have at least some experience for Carolina later in the game who's going to decide this bet for you in the second half. You do have P.J. Walker. I would expect that Matt Corral even gets in maybe mid to late second quarter, plays the entire third quarter, and then they go to Walker uh, in the fourth quarter who has some NFL. NFL experience also uh, was a demon in the XFL, the first version of the XFL, not the one that Dwayne DeRock Johnson is bringing back next year. But, uh, you know, you got at least experience there for the commanders. It'll be Wentz, Heineke, uh, Howell and Kelly in the fourth quarter. And it may just be Howell because sometimes that fourth quarterback doesn't necessarily get in in the first preseason game. So we're seeing a little bit of action come in on the under and it's now down to 36. I think it was 34 in the opener. Then it got better up once it came clear that the starters are going to play you know I kind of lean and and I'm not a real big trend guy I think sometimes those things are just coincidences Steven when you know the offense has had a good night I don't know we'll see today if it really becomes a trend because look we could get you know five unders and three overs today for all we know it's all situational (laughs) but I would lean a little bit to the over here just because I think those running quarterbacks and I don't think you really have any bad quarterbacks necessarily in this game Heineke has starting experience clearly for Walt Washington, so he's relatively competent. And uh, just looking at this, uh, I could see maybe a little bit of low scoring early, and then it picks up in the fourth quarter. You know, I, Wes, it's interesting. I, this game, there's there's two fascinating quarterback battles in the NFL right now: Seattle and Carolina. Mm-hmm. This this Carolina team is is fascinating to me. I'm really interested to see how many snaps Baker gets and how many snaps they try to get Sam Darnold in with that first-team offensive line. Yeah. And so as we you know, progress this into the, the betting conversation, I wonder if that first-team offensive line sticks around a little longer. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that necessarily means Carolina's going to you know, click on all cylinders, but in theory you're going to have a good offensive line and you're going to have two guys that have started. Does that lend itself towards the Panthers? Does it lend itself towards Carolina? I mean, you're getting three here, so that's a that's a really interesting right. game to me that kicks off in about seven minutes here. Yeah, and I think Carolina, kind of in the macro sense for the regular season, they're a very interesting team because all of a sudden uh, – Matt Rule on a little bit. I don't know if I want to call it a scorching hot seat, but it's certainly lukewarm. The heat has certainly been turned on in in the car here. So, you know, Matt Rule has got to to get something going here. David Tepper uh, just took over the Panthers' ownership a couple years ago from Jerry Richardson. So, look, this is a guy, owners are going to want their own guys in there. And I think, you know, if they're not getting it done, he's not going to hesitate to throw his weight around and make a change. But, you know, we saw Matt Rule fire Joe. Joe Brady got fired, I think, after week 12. 12 last year. He, by the way, now is the quarterback coach of the Buffalo Bills. They're in action today hosting the Indianapolis Colts. We'll get into that later in the show. But 
just looking at what they're doing here, they made a move for Baker Mayfield because obviously they don't have the confidence in Sam Darnold. They could say the right things and whatnot, but I think maybe they've seen what they've seen and they're going to want to try to take a chance here with Baker Mayfield. But one of the keys for Carolina, too, is you got one of the more dynamic offensive players in the league, Christian McCaffrey. He just can't stay healthy. He's got to stay he, in the field. Yeah. Last. I, I mean, when he when he when he's out after week five, you see these numbers, and it's like, okay, 150 yards all purpose, you know, total yep. offense, not yep. only out of the backfield, running the ball, but catching the ball, and he just can't stay out there. And he is so vital, even even though the running backs seem to be going like the way of the Edsel or the Model T in the NFL, they're still very important, especially if you have a good one like McCaffrey. But if he can't stay healthy, you're going to see the same thing with Carolina again. But one thing I do like about the Panthers I think their defense they've drafted a lot of first rounders over the last several years and now those guys are coming together as veterans I think this could be a very good defense but obviously it's going to come down to quarterback play it absolutely will, and and you you wonder with Christian McCaffrey too, just how many snaps he's going to get in this preseason. He needs him, but yeah. you don't want to hurt him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You want to get reps, but tough to do that uh, when you see Zach Wilson go on in a heap on the field last night in New York. Uh, other side, we'll get back to preseason, but we're also going to get into some Major League Baseball full card this afternoon, right here on Betting Across America. Keep it here on Visa and the Sport Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.